This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle. We're getting punchy already, ladies and gentlemen. It's a regressive <laughs> chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am, of course, the golden-throated voice himself, Nathan Hartman. And with me tonight, the whole crew. We're all The whole back. crew. The whole the, crew. We, we got the band back together. We're going to go do a heist. We're together. Did, so did you go. say regressive, by the way? I heard regressive. I heard regressive. regressive. I heard regressive, and I was like, oh, uh, you know, we can sometimes be a it's above. regressive. Sometimes we have a regressive chat. Sure, we get a little, we get a little catty now and then. I think we <laughs> all agree, about, especially about the Brits. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, like I take it kind of back. No, it's okay. We don't have that many. No, British please listeners. don't. I think please there's don't. like two. <laughs> there was like eight, but no, I'm just kidding. There was like two. <laughs> But we love you, British listeners. Thank you so much uh, for listening us to. Uh, I don't know what you guys have over there. You're listening to us on the wireless. Um, <laughs> so, with me tonight, as always, but not always, uh, we have the whole crew. As I said, Dave Cobb. Hello, Dave. Hey there, party people. Uh, and also with us, of course, is Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Hello. And Sarah. Hello. Welcome, Sarah. And uh, Sprechen die Deutsch. It's our friend Janine. Guten I, Abend. Guten Abend und guten Morgen. Guten, okay, no. Why does I, it sound I, like sim language? I. It, what is happening? It's awful. Sim-lish? It's the worst language. It's the worst. I have clawed myself out of it, out of the pits of German class to be here with you guys tonight. <laughs> and there's a there's a, a vibe that's on me right now that's just like hatred yeah and I, I promise you that's coming from which, is, which which no offense germans it's a it's a good german vibe it's, it's, it's a, a fair, it's, it's a language that sounds aggressive no matter what you're saying you'd be saying the most didn't beautiful didn't, thing didn't, yeah. i find you very beautiful and it's like i'm ah, i'm sorry yeah yeah it's not for sure that aggressive I don't think you guys are making me defend it, but it's indefensible. It just sounds like the producers when I think about it. It's just Feigen Okay, so have you heard people speak German who are not making fun of German? Why would I do that? Um, I don't think I've ever met a real German person. Wow. I prefer. You know what? All Germans look the same to me. I'm colorblind, so um, can't tell the difference. We just we're all one people. Um. But uh, no, my favorite German, of course, is anything that can almost just turn into a Jerry Lewis impression. It's just Schweigen, Gregen, Hagen, the Weigen, hey. So, uh, anyway. a lady, lady. Um, and as you can see, we're already really on a, we're really going for it. Dave's the only one that's had any liquor tonight. A little bit of a, uh, little bit of the, uh, a little the bit. good sauce, a little bit. A little of the seltzer. So, in a uh, cup because he's classy. Because I'm in a cup, classy, a plastic cup because I'm classy <laughs> with a K. But speaking of classy, Janine, you still have your Pringles can uh, microphone oh, yeah. That's, stand. It's a market improvement over the apparatus. Weirdly, it is. That I Weirdly, yeah, it sounds great, actually. Weirdly, yeah. this is. 
yeah, it's done better for you than your actual <laughs> professional microphone stand, whatever that means. So yeah. um, we, we appreciate that. We're excited that everyone's here. Um, and Schweigen, Behagen, it's the news in time in Hyen. So let's begin in Walt Disney World uh, with our news. We got uh, kind of almost every park gets some stuff to talk about. And frankly, we, it's weird to start with positive stuff. But Janine, we have <laughs> it's to all downhill you. from here. But uh, <laughs> the, what's going on? Yeah, so the uh, union negotiations continued, and um, it was pretty exciting that there was a tentative deal uh, that was reached that was announced. And these today. were the cast member unions, right? Cast member unions at the parks at Disney World only. Um, it's uh, pretty great. I guess they had a rally uh, last week and. I don't know if it was the rally that tipped it over or the layoffs from Disney General that freed up some money in the budget to be shuffled around. But um, cast members are getting an immediate raise to 18 an hour. All right. Um, union union cast members, um, they're getting back pay from October 2022 at a rate of, I think, 17 an hour. Uh this stuff is really cool. Everyone is getting at least $5.50 over the next five years. Um, pretty great. And then there's also, which I think is very cool and makes them very competitive, eight weeks of paid, quote, child bonding leave, which I guess is just what they're calling parental leave. But mm-hmm. eight weeks of paid leave, that's fantastic. Like yeah. my law firm didn't offer that that I worked at. So yeah, it's it's a much better job than some quote professional lines of work to go be at Disney, which is what they deserve. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, I think also Disney recognizes that uh, there's a certain theme park that's opening that's going to need people too. Oh and, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they probably want to curb any losses if they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's good they've negotiated it. Uh, it's not just the 18, right? It's like chefs and other people, they're going to be making more. Um, yeah, everyone up the new. line. So yeah. um, people are getting like $3 an hour, it looks like, and, and at least immediately. That's yeah. awesome. Um, by 2026, there's the highest one would be about 2860. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, I don't know. Considering inflation by 2026, that's yeah, kind who of, knows? Uh, yeah. you know? Oh, don't um, worry. Florida's going to be underwater by then anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so politically, it's enough and to buy a boat. Literally. So, yeah. you know, we're good. Uh, no, but this is, we rarely have what I feel is good union news when it comes from Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is, I'm surprised to be honest, because they really hemmed and hawed and took forever. Um, yeah. So it's good to see the change. It's good to I'm see. I'm curious to see if Universal doing that kind of gave them a push. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. Because they were gonna hemorrhage staff. Why would you work for Disney? Especially, you know, if you're local and everything, why would and, you work for Disney when you could be making more money there? And the Universal and you know that Universal is gonna hold on to their cards until right before Epic opening and they're gonna be like, Oh, we're now paying five dollars more or whatever it's going to happen it's going to become an army for sure bloodthirsty yeah yeah i mean and the only ones that's great though for the cast members because like the more that these companies compete and there's like a bit more pay Mm -hmm. i think it'll work out 
so they're the winners here i yeah, agree I, yeah, yeah i feel like maybe they've recognized that and this might come from their COVID experience it's not as easy as they thought to just train new people um yeah the jobs as and you sorry especially you you've been in the uh trenches it calls her a very special type of person to deal with different things like that um not everyone's made for it so it's not it's not the sort of anyone on the line kind of job that i think disney was hoping they could sell it as um and so which is good for really them. interesting because they were at one point i believe the largest single employer in the state of florida still are I, yeah i i think uh -huh. so too and yeah. so it's just you already employ so many people if you lose all of those people there's not like a whole nother suite of 50,000 people <laughs> capable no. and and willing to do that and ready yeah. to go like right away and ready to yeah. go right away yeah. it's just not possible you're not going to be able to to operate yeah theme parks so, don't close yeah yeah no one wants to be like sorry space mountain can't open today we don't have enough people yeah this isn't <laughs> this isn't disneyland paris we, we can't have that <laughs> But what's so. crazy, that's already happening. Like, it's happening For at sure. Disneyland. Like, so many sure. stores and, like, little areas yeah, that used totally. to be open, like, they do, they're not open at all. Like, there were some, like, there was a store called, like, Embark Embarcadero that was on the Pacific Wharf that used to be open all the time. It was closed for, like, almost the whole year because they didn't have enough staff. Wow. Oh, so, like, that, and store. I think since COVID, they've just, they really said, well, what's not making money? That's too. Yeah. You know, it's good to have them all open, but some of those stores don't make much at all. But they're there just in case you need the $5 sunscreen or whatever. And yeah. it's worth maintaining if they feel like it's worth it. So you're right. I, it's a mix of both yeah. on that end. I do wonder where they got the money, though, to do this. Because they're, they are going through these layoffs, like, within the next couple of months. Like, I believe it's just in corporate. So I think it's interesting that they're letting a lot of those people go. But they ended up raising the wages of the cast members i mean i hate to say it because people do a lot of important work and it sucks for anyone to be laid off but like the one thing that you hear about office workers and like middle management is like a lot of that is not strictly necessary like there's a lot of wheel spinning and things like that in the corporate world yeah so if they were that's true yeah you know smart to get rid of things that are actually not productive and put it towards things that are truly productive well and it comes back to Iger smushing things in a different way again because because jpeg had it in a we're gonna have these people in this camp and this and this and Iger's already come back and been like nah i don't think so so i think that's already made some of those middle management changes uh, already but anyway good for them that's some good news there and we have some other good news coming from the walt disney world resort janine who's coming on by for a conference the gays the gays they're coming for they're us coming they're coming and they're for, saying um, it they're, they're coming for us the, they're the saying gays gay are coming for us every um, 10 seconds they're just going to shout into the sky when they're there gay because <laughs> <laughs> it's florida you need to say it yeah yeah, yeah. uh disney is hosting the uh quote largest lgbtq plus mm -hmm. conference in the world later this fall uh it's the annual out and equal workplace summit um, I'm curious whether that truly is the largest sure. conference. It's self-proclaimed, and I've never I've never heard of it. But who knows? Anyway, they're well, you're coming. only bisexual, so <laughs> <laughs> we don't often make it to the cookout. <laughs> you only have half the knowledge. No, yeah, 
nobody no, likes they're, they're, us. They're the middle letter. <laughs> they're a part of the main letters for though. sure yeah. for real. Yeah. i'm not i'm not no t no shade i'm not no I erasure just, I just, no i just saw a joke and i took it that's all. <laughs> um yeah okay so anyway they say it's yeah. got five thousand attendees it, it's uh, honest people are i think people are making more of this than it's really worth um disney hosts a bunch of conservative people too i think they'll just take whoever yeah is willing to give them money like i don't think it's a big they are a part of the organization they do stuff with the organization which i think is a little different yeah than, say the federalist society that shows up yeah at that's, yacht beach that's true like i don't know what this organization does exactly because what was it like out and some, like what the workplace pr- yes promoting mm-hmm. lgbtq plus uh, rights in the workplace it brings oh, okay. together okay. executives erg leaders and members and yeah. hr and dei professional and professionals and experts so yeah um okay yeah. well and 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 and, and the, the i think it's what's interesting is it means that companies like disney and other corporations that that support you know a diverse hiring pr- a process are going to have a place to talk about it where it's a, it's a hot button and it's yeah right? that's There's, true I think that it is notable that it's in florida where it's, it's like notable. basically illegal <laughs> yeah, yeah right right but this whole thing i mean in in one sense there's like whatever everybody does conferences so i don't think anybody's taking it as a fuck you to desantis but let's just say it's a fuck you to desantis because right. it kind of is it's like take that put in pause we'll put See, that in your pipe and smoke it this is the problem with him either it is uh and then also desantis so either DeSantis is like the problem with him is either he cares like this is going to infuriate him or he is like, yeah, it's business. You know what I mean? Like, which is almost worse. Yeah, <laughs> he has. He's, he's such jello about it. he will go wherever the wind is. And this is yeah. uh, this is a windfall for money for Disney. I don't think he cares. I really don't. I think he says, well, that's a conference, whatever. Like. And so you're right. I, I kind of put this in here because I don't think it's news news, but it does fit into what we do. And I also think it's good to sort of say like, hey, this is good, but like it's it's not a BuzzFeed article on cool things Disney are doing for gay people. <laughs> like this is just a thing they do, right? A hundred percent. Like it's worth noting. Like, yep, they are not just hosting the Federalist I, Society. I think they also I, participate in these things. Yeah. I think the gay people are also coming to uh, to to fill up on the tap water to make sure that they stay gay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good call. You know, I, I think they're going to have their share while they drink and, and while they're here, and maybe they'll mm. you know fill up a couple bottles to tap up the on the way home, and because yeah. you know that's Florida <laughs> water. Yeah, got to drink it. Yeah, if you want if you want to get rid of all your testosterone, you know, <laughs> I just weep openly these days. <laughs> that's what I do. So, and that's really not because of the testosterone loss. It's just being 35. Um, so uh, let's move on to the Magic Kingdom where uh, this is Janine News. She's going to tell us about this, but I know Dave has a thought. Uh, Janine, we have some cool Tron merchandise coming out uh, for the new ride uh, that is a little personalized. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's um, If you have been to the gift shop that you exit, after Flight of Passage, they have a station where you can be reimagined as an avatar and have a figurine made that mm-hmm. reflects you as an avatar. Um, they've sort of taken that 
idea, that concept, and slapped Tron on it and put some kind of interesting tech into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, It almost is like you become a Tamagotchi that's <laughs> humanoid. And so it has like your face on like a little screen on a little action figure. And um, Wait, that's and you cool. poop and you have to it, feed it. And yeah. just like a Tamagotchi. No. No. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how it works on the grid. You just have to make sure they have power. Um, yeah. Um, they can, it, you can record I mean, dialogue. It, yeah, it's, that's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty neat. It's um, $90? Yeah, it's 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 A Tamagotchi is 30 so, This is a custom Tamagotchi. <laughs> it's it's an it's a giant action figure let's be clear too it's it's tall it's, it's like big, a yeah. like 12 oh, okay, it's okay. like a 12 or 18 inch tall action figure oh, and wow. when the movie when legacy came out they made action figures that had this sort of weird tech in the helmet where it was a couple of stills of the actor like a like a lenticular mm-hmm. and i guess it it had led lights that sort of flickered in sequence underneath it to light up certain angles of that lenticular oh you so think it's sort that's of, what it is yeah so it, it i think from what i've seen it, online the picture it looks like just like a screen it's yeah i don't think it's a screen i think it's something far simpler but but anyway they did it before on the licensed toys back in 2010 and it was kind of cool so i think maybe they thought hey let's do something similar but you get to choose a couple of things you choose like there's a couple of different everybody thinks of tron as like one suit but the fans know there's there's different roles on the grid in the in the tron university so you can pick different ones and you can pick a color and, you, and then you record your face and you can say up to six lines the coolest thing though that's not the only place i found it was in i think it was good morning america when they did a, a piece on the ride they had one of their people go through the experience and the coolest thing is after you're done when you come back to pick it up like scan your your receipt or Chit or whatever, and it rises up out of the console with the like deaf music playing, in, and the box and the box is literally the old Tron arcade machine. That's the oh, box it comes in. Oh, cool! So I, I, well, you're guys, one. folks. Oh, I'm getting probably multiples. I lost my shiznit when I saw that video. <laughs> um, because it's basically they made the lightsaber experience, but for Tron nerds, yeah. Now, who knows if more than five people are going to buy it? I I know I'm the I'm the minority in this, but uh, and because a hundred bucks is a lot of money, but it is a very cool. Here's the other thing that's interesting though, like the thing at Flight of Passage where you can make your own Navi. They make it look all high tech in terms of scanning you and everything. The Navi one is literally a bunch of people in back picking faces and body parts and stuff and assembling your figure for you. Right. If you remember the old Sid's, if you remember the old Sid's toy thing at Disney Quest years ago oh, where you yeah. could customize a toy digitally and go oh, pick it up wow. that was literally just boxes of shit in back and <laughs> hand assembled by somebody <laughs> and put in a box like it's not high tech at all and so i think this is at least half of this is that like i think that what makes your helmet or whatever is probably very custom i think the the leds inside can be any color so it's just about picking the right head that they print out for you and the body and they put it in the box i think there's people involved in this i don't think it but they make it look like the grid literally like 3d prints your action figure for you and i am fucking here for it i'm so (laughs) ready to get one of those things well we go from tomorrowland to yeehaw we are going uh to get some barbecue over at hollywood studios uh, because we have a full tour of the new Toy Story Land barbecue joint. Victoria, tell us a little bit about what you think, what it showed us, and what you think about it. 
Um, so yeah, um, Woody's Roundup Barbecue open today at um, Toy Story Land. So pretty much you're just going to have an experience where you feel like one of Andy's toys. It's a family style restaurant. Um, you'll see familiar characters from the Toy Story franchise, like, you know, Jesse and all sorts of other characters. It's very vibrant, very much so like Andy's aesthetic and such. Um, I was very impressed by the menu for the most part. It's um family style dining. So it's uh let me I had it up here. It's $45 per adult and $25 per child, but you get quite a bit. You even get bread service, surprisingly. Mm, that's worth it. You not give me like, a bread service. I pay a lot not for like, bread you service. Know, not like Sanaa, but right. you know, you, you're getting, you're getting, you know, your grains and shit. Um, <laughs> oh, it's cheddar biscuits with yeah. sweet pepper jelly. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very much so Western style. Like it's a, it's a very, very rounded, well-rounded menu. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my only gripe is just that they do the stupid Andy's coming thing when they, for years, like, was trying to figure out how to stop people from doing it, and now all of a sudden it's the aesthetic. I'm just like please yeah anyway and like yeah the 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 servers like freeze in place and what's weird is like the guests play along and the place goes really quiet it's kind of creepy yeah it's very creepy and you know that cms are gonna get be like whatever after well also it kind of stops the flow of service right Right. like like what if you're bringing me my food and then this shit goes down like if you don't bring me my (laughs) damn bread You're saying Y'all, that you'll you'll turn your head all the way around and so play nice. Yeah. They have um, a plant-based item on the main menu. Look at they that. Do. They're learning look slowly. Look at that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it looks like the cue of Toy Story Mania. You know? Yeah, like, it does. It's got yeah. major Midway Mania vibes. I guess they're just trying to keep keep it to a certain theme i suppose it fits it fits if they if it's went yeah. too far from that it would be discordant and weird and you would wonder why yeah but... i kind of was hoping they would <clears throat> land a little harder on like woody's roundup toys and it was all just western toy uh like cardboard cutouts of of uh, a cowboy town and stuff like that um but it's it's not really it's not really. It's just more stuff. More Toy Story. Yeah, it's fine. It needs it. Is, we really need the, another restaurant. It really the, does need it. Is the shark in a cowboy hat in there somewhere? Look, I'm a cowboy. Howdy, howdy, yeah. howdy. <laughs> it's best. He's my favorite. He's my yeah, absolutely. That one line is the best. It's the best. Uh-huh. I just feel like forty five dollars is a lot. Oh, it's like seventy five dollars to do like Tuskers. So, um, it's it. It's a lot, but it's weirdly cheap for for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, the price. I think the price is like, oh, I could I could do this. Like this is something that's not an everyday thing, right? But I can yeah. go there. And I wonder how long until the um, uh, the the little window area starts serving some of these items as well. Yeah. Um, that way they don't have to do different stuff too much. It just feels like we're making it and it's a better process. So who knows? We'll find out. But Oh, I just realized they don't have cool. like a separate kids thing. Yeah. They're doing their it's whole thing. family style. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Oh, I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Your child, notoriously picky. Notoriously. Yeah. 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 Um, Getting better, but. Maybe he likes biscuits. Not eating combat 
Carlo flower with Harissa Drizzle and Walnut Grimolata. Oh, that's Har- that sounds really good. It you sounds yeah. Harissa Drizzle. What was that? Harissa Drizzle. Harissa Drizzle. That's that's a good drag name right there. It Harissa good Drizzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start putting yeah. start putting drag bingo in there, and then we're good to go. Then we're, then we're <laughs> drag all brunch. Drag yeah, brunch. Drag brunch. Um, let's head on over to Epcot and talk about. Well, there's really kind of one big piece of news at Epcot, and then we just want to sort of touch base on a thing we talked about last week that almost immediately after the episode went up got a change so i just want to clarify that as well but let's start with the interesting news victoria what uh kind of concept art did we see recently um so yeah um a former imagineer decided to showcase some concept art from a mary poppins attraction that was first announced at the 23 and 2019 um this article is saying quote-unquote postponed but there was never really anything officially said from what i know but they showed off one piece of art where the guests are spinning in a teacup in an english countryside background similar to the royal dalton bowl sequence from mary poppins mm-hmm. returns which i don't know what the fuck that is i never watched that movie but anyway oh, it's so good um, it's really good it's really it's good really good yeah Really I'll add good. it to my Netflix list yeah. of things I have yet to watch over the past three years. But um, yeah. it's basically the teacups, but indoors with a theme. And it's, to no one's surprise, put Twitter in a tizzy because yeah. they apparently know what belongs in a theme <laughs> park with no experience. Yeah. We're all Imagineers, but yeah, I, the layout yeah. is like interior to the Banks family home, which was also going to be part of the updated Cherry Tree Lane that was going to be part of the... Um, update for the uk pavilion and it was gonna have a pre-show similar to enchanted tales with bell the guests would go through a fireplace before coming into the english countryside section um it 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 seemed cool to me like i wouldn't have cared but you know people share their opinions well yeah i was gonna say disclaimer first this is a potential design for a potential ride that was done in a portfolio we have no idea how far along this idea went there were multiple ideas pitched for mary poppins at epcot we don't know if this was the one that they chose we just know this was something that an imagineer worked on at some point so that disclaimer is put out. concept 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 yeah although to be fair bob shaper apparently was sad that it was put on hold so i don't know what that means um I mean, Mary Poppins is one of those things that has floated in and out of Imagineering many times. I've seen a couple of different concepts that Tony Baxter famously came up with an idea where you ride on the carousel and it looks like a carousel from the outside, but then it's on a track and goes inside a dark ride like Peter Pan. But, um, you know, first of all, I'll say right off the bat, I'm a fan of this kind of attraction. Everybody can shit on it. Me but too. I think, I think for a couple of reasons, strategically, theme parks need flat rides, full stop. Full stop. And Epcot doesn't really have one. No. They don't have a family ride that everybody can ride, that grandma can ride with the, the two-year-old, other than the slow boat rides. This is that middle middle ground sort of thrill ride that everybody can like. And uh, theme parks need them. They just do, right? Um, I also think it's more than what the art showed us. I think, first of all, the box that it's in showing like the English countryside Imagine what they what you could do now that they were probably thinking of this in concept with what they have at Runaway Railway, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is map projection. It's a show. It's not just a ride cycle. There's a show cycle that goes on. It was probably the song from the movie. It's all custom scored for the timing of the ride. Um, 
And then also, if you really dissect the art, there's a cool little pre-show where you go for, how do you get from the bank's world, the bank's home into the chalk drawing world, or the, in this case, the, 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 the porcelain bowl from the second movie, they look, it looks like they were doing something like Enchanted Tales with Belle, like they were doing some yeah. sort of pre-show. And when you think about how these rides work, they have to group a large group of people waiting to load and then sit there and wait. So a pre-show is a really, really smart idea for a cycle load like this, right? Yeah. Because you have, a, you have a, a captive audience for a set amount of time. How long does it take to ride? How long does it take to empty? So I, I think it's great. And, and I'm, I'm a little biased because I've actually designed and built a couple of flat rides that were plussed up in this way. Um, and I think they're they're it's it's vastly underrated to have them in a park. The problem is they've been nothing been opening nothing but e tickets for so long that people's appetites are just that. And it's like no, you need D tickets, you need C tickets, well, you need and, B tickets and for you know, that matter. And, and you need to know how to market a B ticket. And the problem yeah. they have is they can't True. they can't treat anything like it's not an e ticket. So you're going to disappoint people. I think that's for me that's the issue. Is that yeah. These work best when people can see them out and about. That's true. Um, and there's nothing to draw people to this. So if they don't know what it is, yeah. um, they are going to go in and go, oh, it's just a tea ride. Yeah. Like I can yeah. just see the disappointment because they're expecting more in an indoor ride than what this is or what yeah. it would have been. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they don't put something like this in a, you know, or a Dumbo type thing grandly in, in that mid, right when you enter a world showcase in that big area, I know they use it for crowds and stuff. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you could do something. You could put it out where it goes over the, the world showcase lagoon and it's there and you can see it and it's really pretty. Yeah. And it's sort of a, it's sort of a weenie for world showcase on the opposite side of, um, uh, of American adventure. But you know, that's, I, I want to, the problem for me is I like the sequel to Mary Poppins. It's not the beloved movie. Like, no. I, I don't know no. why. I, don't I know have why never heard of it route. until this. That's what? weird. I mean, what? I it's have. It's actually a really good movie. It's really like Lin-Manuel good. Miranda. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's way so better than recent? I. Recent? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pre, yeah, Emily Blunt. Pre, yeah, pre-pandemic. It was out, mm -hmm. it was a moderate oh. hit. It's, it's really it's good. Wild. It's really and good. Emily like, Blunt is amazing. And yeah. I went in when I went in expecting to like harumph and hate it because I love the, the first one so much. But it 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 is very very genuine. It it very much tries to be its own thing. But oh, honor the original Emily, movie. I, now I remember the Emily Blunt thing. She's great. She's so good in it. The songs are bangers. Um, yeah. it's it's great. The, but it's I not the you, it's not the no, legendary movie. It's not. It's, it's Mary not. Poppins for a new generation. Yeah, I feel it, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I think you you led on the head, Nathan. That the, I bet you the reason this was canceled was precisely what you said that they, it, it, you couldn't market it well, and spinners and and flat rides and big big uh, sort of simple off the shelf rides like this work better when you can see them. Exactly what you said, like they, they work better outdoors. I love the idea of them indoors just from a theming perspective. Right. But it's the kind of thing that you have to open with the park when the park opens. Yeah. Rather than it's the kind of thing where if I were designing a park now, I would totally put one in and mm -hmm. fight for it because they need the capacity and it's cool. But I bet you the reason it got killed is exactly that. 
Um, yeah. the, Paramount, when I was in Paramount, they had a similar problem. They had the indoor um, Tomb Raider ride that opened at Kings Island. <laughs> that was yeah. a topspin. It was just a top, it was a giant topspin, so it was huge. But what they tried to turn into a pseudo dark ride where they would stop on a dime and, and so there was like show scenes inside the box that it was inside. And it, A, had a lot of maintenance problems because they were making it do things it wasn't supposed to do. They were making it stop when it's it wasn't doing its regular show programming. So it had a lot of maintenance. But the other problem was people did not know what it was. And mm-hmm. so when we did it a second time, we put it outdoors and put in fire and water effects and a soundtrack and made it like this stunt show that you're watching. If you don't want to ride it, you get this spectacle to watch. And I think that is the kind of viable thing that they should. Like One Fish, yeah. Two Fish is a great idea. One Fish, yeah. Two Fish is another great Well, example. and that's for me – like if you're going to use that area appropriately, I don't disagree that you need a Mary Poppins dark ride. I I, I would rather just have a cherry tree lane facade um, and have the cannon go off and have a meet and greet area and have all that. And then use where the band currently is in the garden and just put a nice Robin Hood carousel uh, yeah. with all the figures. And then, oh, it's, it's a, it's a, that's it, great. Yeah, it's a, it's a. We it's a beloved property, but it's not one that people are going to be like. I gotta go. It's it's got to be the best thing ever. It's very clear what it is. It's very cute, but and you know, like something like it, that kind of works. Where and if you they use did the forestry area around it, but yeah, if they did, if they did uh, a, a, an enchanted tales with Belle as a Mary Poppins meet and greet that had some magic to mm-hmm. it, done and done. Yeah, that perfect. would be so popular. Right. Yeah. You put a little music in it. You put a little performance in it, just like they do with with Enchanted Tales. Oh, it it that would do, and that's the kind of thing Epcot doesn't have. Sort of a yeah. high end uh, character meeting. She talks that to her umbrella that talks back. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. She sli- she slides up the the rail on the way out, like she gets on the banister and slides up as her exit or something. Exactly. You know? It'd be fun. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I think there's still some some possibility of a mary poppins thing at some point she's still around doing her thing so we'll see what happens um victoria you do have some uh kind of um be aware new information when it comes to impressions de france as well or as i should say impressions of the france yeah so last time we spoke we were a little um shook up because they had reduced the showings to i believe just a f- several hours during the evening um but now i mean oh i'm sorry i did that in reverse but it was reduced to sometimes in the morning but now the nighttime shows have returned yeah so now you can catch the show between 9 and 9 30 or 8 30 depending on if you have that extra early entry and you can see it between 7 p.m and 8 45 at night now so not really a big time frame, but you could still see it at it's night. It's more now, than okay. it was. I'll take it. <laughs> you know, a win is a win. A win is a win, even if it's only a half an hour. Um, so there you go. Go see it in the morning. Rope drop impressions de France. Um, <laughs> let us go. Victoria, of course, you experienced this too, so I'm sure you'll have lots uh, to talk about here. Uh, but Sarah, you also got to go to Toontown in its official opening of all the rest of the business beyond Runaway Railway. Um, tell us what opened and, and, and what you liked. Yeah, so um, I was at Toontown. They had a soft open the day before. Um, it officially opened, and it was really, really cool to see just, like, all of the new elements. Um, the Mickey's house and the movie barn was also open. Pete wasn't there when I went, but I know he was there the next day when Victoria was there. Um, but he looked pretty awesome. This is the first time that we're seeing Pete in the parks ever. Yeah. Um, so 
he did he look looked, coolest person. I'm not even, it's a great costume. Like he, really I caught him by accident, and he he was just he looked so good. Yeah. Um, the characters just look amazing in general. The character attendings have been great also considering how busy it's been um, in that area. Um, like I said, Mickey's house and the movie barn are opened as well so you can meet Mickey inside and it's really cool to go through the movie barn if it's something that you haven't done yet. Um, there's a bunch of really cool elements in there um, and little things that you could check out and he's meeting everybody um, for his meet and greet in his sorcerer's costume which I thought was interesting. Um I thought he would meet in his regular costume, but I also like Sorcerer Mickey too. They must be doing they that. Don't see him. They must be switching well, back he and forth. Because I heard the no, other they 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 have four different rooms, and each Mickey has a different costume. Oh, oh. Did they that. do that? They don't do. Any I was of the told talk- that. They don't do the talking one like they do in Florida with the magic. No, well, they don't do the talking they one here anymore either. Anymore, ugh. No. That I magic trick was so great. Yeah, for yeah. that, I think it's only for um, Foff. No, not Foff. I'm sorry, Murph. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the, the the thing that I saw, uh, I think you posted video or picture of this, Sarah, was the inside of Goofy's house is so cool. And yes, oh yeah, the inside yeah. is amazing. It's so great. Like it just all the little pictures of Max and Goofy are just so cute. And like seeing like like the family photos and how Mickey and Minnie were there also to support you know single dad Goofy. Um, so. <laughs> it's so cute like there's it's it's such a fun place to be um even though it's really busy right now which of course because it opened um there are still so many areas that you can go to that are quiet um and places where you could just hang out and relax um and like the donald duck's pond which is also open i didn't see the water features um open that day maybe because it's been raining and kind of cold Yeah, it wasn't um, open for me either because of yeah, the rain. Yeah, like they actually turned the they turned the main fountain off too because of the rain, and really? they blocked it off on on opening day. Yeah, like they wouldn't have let anybody in there. It and was blocked. The fountain off, yeah. was off. Yeah, yeah. Donald's Donald's Pond is no longer a water feature. It's like a little splash pad, right? Yeah, you can play in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's so great. they have a couple rules there, so you can't just be running around, you know, in your bathing suits. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. you have to. Is just for kids. Um, also, Goofy's Learn How to Play, I believe it's called. Um, that's an awesome little play area. So this many kids are playing there. Sick. It's. Um, I wanted to go on those slides. I was like, let me not. Ten-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Would never leave that room. Oh, Janine, I meant to tell you. So, like, well, I was gonna talk about this anyway. So, from like a childcare perspective, first off, I'm mad I'm the only one that's been talking about this. But from a childcare perspective, they took so much care in making sure one, everything was wheelchair accessible. Yes. Two, they actually did research to make sure all of the activities within the land meet with different play patterns for children. In fact, like mm-hmm. I was yep. told by one of the managers when I was looking at Goofy's house that the games inside the house, they work with air suppressors or air compressors and they actually suppress the like sound that compressors make so that way children with those sensory issues don't That's get overwhelmed. amazing. Yeah. Like they did yeah. that. The fountain is actually also a water table. Oh, water tables are like the ultimate thing. And then like, like if anyone the out here is expecting a kid or has a baby, like as soon as your kid is like old enough to stand, get them a water table oh yeah absolutely and then in the very back which was actually helpful for me they have a like this decompression area so yeah. it's like it blocks off 
all of the land. You actually don't hear a lot of the commotion that's going on in the land too. It's very hidden, very in the back, and there's plenty of grassy area space oh, back there so too. Great. It's crazy because it's right next to the coaster, and you it's don't right the next to the coast. Although and I will say, I so will hear the Lion King show because I sat there and I was like, "Why the fuck do I hear Circle of Life?" And <laughs> yeah, I forgot the that the, the theater is back. That could be a lot worse. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but it's such a it's such a beautiful area. I'm so happy that it's finally open and it's just it's very bright and fun and just a place where kids just can run around and, and adults too. Um, mm-hmm. The bucket was really, really cool. I didn't get it because they ran out of the blanket, but I'm going to get it. Bitch, with the, blanket. The, the journey bucket, I went on blanket. to get that damn bucket bucket. blanket. But I no, no, got no. the fucking yeah, bucket. So there, you, did you get it with the blanket? Blanket? Girl, I wasn't... That, first off, the journey. The journey I went on. So... <laughs> I get there. The lines are they were three long. hours long. Ugh. Yeah, to get the actual bucket with the blanket. So I said, "Fuck that! I'm gonna mobile so, order it." For those who don't know, this is a. It looks like it looks like the picnic basket from uh, Runaway Railway they use for the picnic, and it's got a big old yeah. Mickey glove that you put your hand in. And then it comes with a blanket, right? Or you it's a separate? picnic blanket, yeah. Right. Well, no, it's so you can no, buy it separately. doesn't. Yeah. Right. Well, you can right. buy it separately, but it's it's There's at different bundle. price points. If you just want yeah. the bucket, it's twenty two. If you want the bucket with the snacks, it's twenty five. But if you want everything, including the blanket, it's thirty five. But you can buy the blanket ridiculous. by itself. The are snacks not, are ridiculous. It's it's so stupid. It's like cheese, me and a, a little cutie, and what is it like a. I think like an applesauce packet, something like that. Ain't nobody okay, buying that for snacks anyway. No one's buying it for the snack. I, was no. I, mean, <laughs> I will say the reason I was told it's like that is it kind of makes sense. It's because everything in the land with the food is made mm. to be on the go mm-hmm. for like children. Yeah. So I was like, it is very child friendly. Who's this... buying their child this damn basket? I'm buying oh, yeah. this. Totally this makes basket. sense. This totally makes sense. I love this. There's a whole lawn. And yeah. so that's, you so didn't have a picnic. Yeah. There's yeah. two of them. Like one of like them. You, no, there's three. A little oh. mini picnic to go kit for you and your kids for thirty five dollars. It's like, very that's very smart and incredible. cute. Incredible. Were people using the blanket? That. No. Did you notice that um, they changed the score for like the whole land? Like everything's kind of like softer tones. Like I mm-hmm. like, and then like I noticed they repainted the colors a little bit softer too. Like on yeah. everything. That's. Mm. That's fine. It's, I it's, like. I wish it was brighter. I like it's zany. It, it's well, I was told for, it. I was told it was probably for, for sensory, sensory issues. Yeah. 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 yeah, I get it. I There's like a lot it. of things where it's like I, I get it. it, but it just I wish it was a bit brighter. But I, I yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Again, I'm not the target demographic right. for this, so 100%. it's like it's it is what it is. Um, but cafe, what is it? Daisy's Cafe, Cafe like, Daisy, Cafe Daisy. The food with there was great. Um. It's if I was you, I would mobile order. Um, oh, I even would. If you do I mobile order, you're gonna wait a while. Um, because they Girl. only have, they have four windows, but only using one. Like Oof. I don't understand. Oh no, they were week. using all four when I um when they did open they were, day. They but it was still, still like, long. Till now they're still using one though. So mm. I don't that know makes what no sense. On opening day, they were using all four, but it <laughs> yeah. was still like a three hour wait for my damn basket. I it's ridiculous. Um, it was a three hour wait. It was a three-hour wait for mobile order, and it was a three-hour oh. wait to wait in the actual line if you wanted, like, actual oh. food or snacks. 
I'm very excited yeah. to get this basket when they fix whatever problem the first version had and it comes out in like three years and it's a little bit better than what everyone waited for. Because that's what There's nothing happens. wrong with my basket, Nathan. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the what happens. The basket is so cute. And even the little sip, I bought the sipper. It was oh, cool. so yeah, adorable. Yeah, that's cute. The Donald one? It's I his... got the I got the Mickey and Minnie one because it matched the fountain, but oh, I wish sure. I would have got the Donald one because it's cute. The Donald yeah. one is cute. Yeah, the Donald one is really cute. But the food at Cat uh, Cat Cat Daisy whatever Cafe Daisy was just really good. Good food for kids. Good food for adults. It was just amazing. Great. Yeah. Did they also they also came out with candy right like power limes? Yeah, power limes. Dude, after it power was sold from... out when I got there. Same. You yeah, you can get those at Epcot too. Really? Oh, you can get them at Epcot. They're at the main store. Yeah, why? why? Mm. I don't know, but they're there. So interesting. I mean, get yourself okay. some power limes. I mean, they were there. I'm sure eBay yeah. has lime taffy taken care of that. Yeah. Uh, before we move on from this, uh, I have one question for Dave. Dave, is Pete a zaddy or not? How did we get here? I assume. He's a, yeah. <laughs> he's a, no, no. He's a yeah. He's a zaddy. He's a, he's a zaddy. He's you know what he is? He's like he used to former muscle bear. Uh-huh. Okay. Sort of gone to, you know, he's let himself go a little. Sure, sure, he sure. He just needs, you know, he needs some inspiration. He needs he's uh, Mickey to come blue in. He's collar and... zaddy, though. He's like giving some he's reason collar zaddy. He was a cat. Blue zaddy. Okay. I didn't have a clue he was a cat till recently. He, I was like, he is a cat, yeah. Yeah, he's a cat. Look, because he's, a... he's, he's chasing parks, a mouse. What yeah. theme parks have taught me is that Figaro is a cat. I know that. But beyond that, I didn't know Pete was a cat. I just thought Pete was a a. Glob. What did you think he was? I have no idea. I've never thought, I guess a dog there's because he hung, who, hangs out with Goofy so much. I don't know. Goofy. There's people who don't think Goofy's a dog. There's people who think he's like a cat or something. I mean, no, that's Clarabelle. What? Come on. No. Oh, yeah. Right. I know. People. Clarabelle. Yeah. Max's stepmom, as we all know. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. visit Toontown if you ever, if you just want to go. It's an amazing place. It's super fun. Um, the crowds will die down. Um, it's great. Cool. It's amazing. Yeah. Take your kids. Um, let us head over to Indiana Jones. Um, and uh, well, there's some updates. Sorry. Yes. What's changed? So, because they went to refurb, right? Yes. So it's been in refurb since the beginning of January. Um, but before that, I just want to formally state that Indiana Jones and I have beef because his ride is always broken. Oh, okay. I, can I never didn't know get if it was ride. like all the stealing of indigenous artifacts from people. That too. But yeah. I can let that go because the ride is good. Okay, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. the, but it's just ridiculous because it's like it just I I tried so when the ride opened back up I tried going back on it three times on one day and it just would not go back up I don't know what's been going on but it's Indiana Jones it always goes down yeah. um so like you said there are a lot of updates um which is great because that ride really really needed it um so it's been closed for about three months and it recently opened um so there's some updated projections in the door room the three doors only one of them still works it's only the middle one um but it just looks very clear very bright it has like a whole new lighting package um it looks just really really cool um they have some cgi in there it looks like i just it just looks amazing yeah um hmm? no i was saying yeah you're correct oh yeah <laughs> we should mention for those who don't know when she says the middle door is the only one that works there is only one door, but the facade yeah. of the three used to move, and so it looked like you were going yeah. to the left or the right yeah. or the middle, um, which it hasn't worked for years. And I, we, I think no one thought that was going to get fixed because it's just one of those minor details. Yeah. yeah. 
it's not like necessary for it to get fixed it's a cool feature but like mm -hmm. it wasn't really something that people really like tripping over yeah um there is a new scene that's in the tunnels which is where mara collapses the walls on top of the um on top of the people that are going through um which from what we've seen looks pretty awesome and yeah. also the rolling boulder scene has been fixed hey yeah and finally. new snake you have a new and snake, a new snake. Now, yes with, with so... things coming out that actually works mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it looks pretty cool like it looks it's, it's... great like it has it like does. projection pseudo projection mapping it just is really yeah. bright and crisp and yeah. fresh. very clear it yeah. really very, brings I'm, it back to life i'm mm -hmm. very interested to see what they what they turn the rat room into which it looks like mara sort of zaps the walls of the temple and they collapse around you and yeah project. projection because yeah. i think it's still all projection yeah i don't think there's any those torches in the front look a little real but i think it might yeah. just be my eyes yeah. um it's cool it's much better though it brings extra depth because that room was just nothing um yeah it was just dark yeah um but it looks really awesome from the videos that have been posted on youtube if you want to see a ride um view of it go ahead and check some of those out it gives you a pretty good idea of what it looks like um but yeah if you want to go ride it uh give it a <laughs> give it a day maybe <laughs> like i don't know start there <laughs> Spend your entire day. Yeah, just just stay there. Just don't go. That's and then if plan. they say it's on, just try to get on it. As, They're as not doing single rider yet, are they? On, on I haven't Indy? seen them do single rider. It's only lightning lane. Do, they yeah, weren't doing it regular. when I was there. My mm -hmm. favorite single rider. It's the weirdest yeah. single rider line. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Indiana Jones. Still no Harrison Ford doing the voice. Uh, come on. That should have been in the contract for Indy 5. Whatever. We're going to move forward. Um we have a little disney 100 news we have another decades collection that's been released uh sorry do you like any of these items for the 1930s i love them um so i'm definitely going to be taking part in collecting the disney 100 ears i am definitely a headband person um i went looking for these um two days ago and they weren't there but um on march 20th um the snow white earband or the 1930s decade collection was released which comes with the like i said the snow white earband um which is so cute and so adorable. We don't really have a lot of Snow White merch, so it's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a Loungefly mini backpack, which is Mickey Mouse, um, the band concert. That looks pretty awesome as well. The arms kind of extend out of the bag, yeah. um, and it's very bright and pretty. And my favorite thing out of this entire collection is Clarabelle and Horace get some merch because mm. i don't know why they're not represented in the park like they're so cool Well, clarabelle's um, like in toontown even like, yeah she's in toontown right now horace um, never gets horace, anything which... he, he'll come out every once in a while but not very often no. as a character not but enough. he doesn't get anything yeah um so they get a really cute pin set as well as um a limited edition magic band um for 65 dollars. but it's really cute and um i really like this magic band there's also the three little pigs uh plush set um and it's a really cute little set they're like about 11 inches um and yeah that's it for this for this month's collection um every month they're going to be coming out with a new decade or an, an, a collection that's inspired by another decade we've already seen a um a sneak peek of the 40s which has pinocchio so that's oh. pretty awesome um so no, yeah if you want to i am uh, primed donald, for the 70s yeah no donald yeah. dresses hitler or anything for the 40s <laughs> No, the propaganda I think they're stuff. They're scrubbing that. They're scrubbing that. Uh, <laughs> Imagine they come out with a whole war propaganda collection. You know, it would sell. 
And there's there's yeah. a lot of cool art in in those that were on planes and stuff that would be fun yeah. to see as shirts. To be honest, once, once they get to seventies, eighties, nineties, it is all over. It, it is over for us bitches. We are they are going to be targeting right yeah. square between our eyes, going, "Hey, Xers and millennials." I mean, I bought a goddamn <laughs> flubber mug the other day because I was like, "There's a mug for Flubber's twenty fifth. It's mine now. Like I had to. <laughs> I'm hosed." All I want, you know what I want? Here's what I want from the decades collection for the nineties. This is it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it would look like. I want a Lego set of the shrinking machine from honey. I shrunk the kids is what I want. Of course. I'm right. um, or just a <laughs> mini one. Cause in the movie, Nick makes a little one for the desk would be cool too. Something like that. All I want from the seventies and eighties is I want something from the rescuers. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. I need something yeah. from the rescuers. That's it. That's all I want. There you go. I, yeah. I, I like, they've been doing really good with the merch lately i think it's been looking a lot better something that i would actually want to wear you know yeah Um, yeah yeah. and i would love for them if they're going to go down this decades route to like do some of the lesser known movies and characters Mm -hmm. um because they're like really what defined that decade so yeah yeah, it's a pretty cool collection it's out right now um on shop disney and also in the parks if you want to get it cool uh, we're going to move on to some Disney Company news now, and Dave's going to uh, lead us in a little eulogy here. We we no. have lost uh, what I would consider probably the last uh, of the of the of the first wave um, of Imagineers. Raleigh Crump, of course, has passed away at ninety three. Um, I had the the fortune of <laughs> it's not much, but the fortune of being in a room where he was zooming in and waving at everybody couple years ago and and and, uh it was just you know it was just really cool to be in the presence uh of you know there's there's i don't know if there's really a a more legend besides mark davis i don't know if there's anything anybody more legendary than than raleigh um and uh yeah so uh dave tell us a little bit about raleigh and and maybe what he meant to you oh well he is um in a lot of ways the architect of sort of my creative origin story i mean the you all know the haunted mansion is super important to me and yeah. <laughs> i've got a, i've got a tattoo about it like um it, it, uh, th- what he represents to me is i was already a disney animation fan like as a kid and a teenager but i didn't learn the the uh, the um, imagineers until sort of 80s and 90s like my teens and 20s and when you see his contributions to the park you realize that he was kind of the next generation after the nine old men and after the, 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 the animators of the fifties and sixties, he worked in animation. He started in 1952 as an in-betweener and penciler and that kind of thing. Um, but moved to wed enterprises now Imagineering in 59 and brought a very unique and contemporary voice to Imagineering that was not there. Cause all the guys that there were, he learned under people that were, you know, 10, 15, 20 years older than he was at the time. First of all, if you haven't seen what he looks like back in the 60s, this dude was a looker. Like yeah, totally. Raleigh was Raleigh was hot, y'all. Yeah. He was because he was like this counterculture 60s Southern surfing California guy. Dude. Yeah. SoCal I mean, surfing and car culture guy. Totally like, was totally not at all. No. Even when he was there, not not like anybody. I guess this is kind of a, a, a weird analogy. But people talk about Tim Burton being at Disney Animation yes. and being this weirdo in yeah. comparison to everyone else. And I think Raleigh fits that bill kind of well in a different sort of way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he and Bob Gurr were very much contemporaries and of the same sort of cut from the same cloth of being like the SoCal weirdos. And and is, is if people haven't seen the stuff he did outside of Disney, even the first 
couple of years he was in engineering, he was still making like rock posters and things in the 60s. If, if you really want an eyeful, um, look up uh, uh, um, uh, Raleigh's posters from the 60s that were, uh, it was called the, um, it was the, 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 what was it called? The, the uh, something poster company. Um, they were out of Seattle. Uh, um, esoteric poster company I think it was yes esoteric poster company and he did posters for like that were parodying like beatniks and and marijuana culture like he did a poster about opium and another about cocaine like he was he was a weirdo and 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 he made really really cool odd art if you if you're anybody who plays guitar if you've ever bought Ernie Ball's uh, Ernie Ball strings he was the guy who created the Ernie Ball logo, which is very, very iconic for the world of 60s and 70s rock music, right? So here comes this guy, and he's the one who, you know, while they were working on Haunted Mansion, he was the one, and he said this in interviews, he was the one who thought it was a little dry and a little staid and a little stale. And so he made up all this weird shit. And if you've seen his original drawings for like the the, the Candleman, which freaked me out when yeah. I saw drawings of that as a kid, like he did all this stuff. And the guy who was heading up the, the, the development of the mansion hated it all and put it in the corner. And the story goes that Walt came in to see an update of the Haunted Mansion designs and saw everything. and was like, is that all you got for me? And he said, yeah, that's it. And he, then Walt, because Walt doesn't miss anything, Walt saw in the corner, well, what's that stuff over there? The guy's like, oh, I don't know. Raleigh did that. So Raleigh was like, I don't know, Walt, you want to see this stuff? And he showed it to him. And the story goes, Raleigh tells the story that he sees Walt the next day in the offices. And he's like, "You, Walt is like, you son of a bitch. And he's like, uh-oh, I'm in for it now. And Walt goes, no, 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 no. I could not sleep last night because of this stuff you showed me. <laughs> And it was, you know, so Walt was a, was really enthralled by that. He was this counterculture, psychedelic voice that that was not there before. And we would not have the weirdness of the haunted mansion. We would mm -hmm. not have the sort of weird weirdness of the tiki vibe of the of the yeah. um, you know of the uh, uh, enchanted tiki room. We wouldn't have that without Raleigh. And and. Yeah. It, 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 if you those know, are my Mark, two favorite attractions at yeah. Magic Kingdom. If if Mark Davis made Disney funny, Ron yes. made Disney weird. Weird, right? He brought weird in a way that had not been in the Disney brand at all until the sixties and seventies. And we, you know, if you are a fan of the the wallpaper in the Haunted Mansion or the, the you know the weirdness of some of the gags that's all you know Haunted Mansion as most fans know is like it's a mashup of like it's Exitensio it's Mark Davis it's 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 everybody they had so many people touch it and the fact that it comes off as as sort of um, seamless as it does is is a testament to old school Imagineering because it was many different voices that made that thing happen but the weird part of it entirely raleigh like the the all of the weird drawings of the candleman and the weird chair with the face and all that stuff walt said we're going to do something called the museum of the weird and it was going to be like the exit of the mansion and that ended up going by the wayside but all of his designs were so cool they integrated in bits and pieces inside the mansion so we all have a, a lot uh we owe a lot to raleigh um and another one that was a, a, a the, another part of my creative origin story other than writing haunted mansion at four and being freaked out by like the faces and the wallpaper that he designed was he did uh, Knott's Berry Tales at at Knott's. And so yeah. that was the other dark ride that I was obsessed with as a kid, which had this weird, funky, sort of traveling circus sort of feel to it. 
um, very unique, very distinct. And both of those in SoCal as a kid in the 70s, like I imprinted on those things like crazy, like a lot of designers did. And and I think we can we have a lot to thank Raleigh for for keeping it weird because that's what he brought. Yeah, there's a great story, apocryphal or not, I don't know. But um, Walt's favorite cuss word was shit. And uh, Raleigh, <laughs> according to the story, Raleigh wrote it, painted it on a rock and, and put it on Walt's desk. Uh, and Walt kept it on his desk to hold papers, um, which I hope is true. I don't think it's sitting there it. on the, the... I love the, it. You know, it's probably not in the, in the museum. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's weird too, because Raleigh, like, he, he not only touched that, but World's Fair is very much part of uh, uh, his story and... You know, he, I mean, he touched Epcot, much of Wonders of Life uh, stemmed from early concepts that he did in the 70s. Um, even the yeah. water pads that are still there were Raleigh's. Um, yeah. So there's still some stuff hanging around. I mean, he, he, it always seemed like he'd quit and then they would beg him to come back to do something. Um, yeah. And, until the very, you know, kind of until and the end. So. Yeah, and it I, yeah. and it runs in the family. His son, his son Chris was an, is was an Imagineer for a very yeah. long time. Um, so it's uh, it, it, the, the, the like you said, Disney would be a much different place. Disneyland, in particular, would be very different if he wasn't there and 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 brought a sense of weird and a sense of danger and a sense of of abstractness and a, and a sense of of weird to yeah. to everything that he touched. Uh, I highly recommend uh, there's an art book of Raleigh Crump's work. That's really fun. Um, I got in uh, yep. on the initial presale and I got his autograph, which was great. Um, and then um, there's also the, the book kind that of he did. Story. It's kind of a cute story, yeah, which is a, which right. I would highly recommend if you want some more, some more Raleigh stories. Cause uh, he's got plenty of them, yep. um, yeah. which is, which is great. So thank you Raleigh for all you did. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, moving from old Imagineer to new Imagineering things, uh, Dave, they showed off, Imagineering has recently showed off some interesting new tech. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. if we'll see a lot of it in the parks, but R&D does what R&D does. So what did what did they show yeah. off? Um, the first thing that's very cool is they showed a, a life-size Tinkerbell meet and greet, meaning she's actually tiny. And yeah. so it's a very cool illusion. It's in a little glass. It's in like the little glass bell jar that they put over her to encapsulate her and trap her, right? And what it is really is a live performer somewhere backstage in a black room with a, a, um, a camera on them. And the camera feed leads into a very cool media illusion inside the bell jar. And it looks like she's really standing there. And it is a live meet and greet. She can hear you and you can hear her. So um, who knows if this will make it into the parks. They showed this off at South by Southwest, which is um, you know, obviously a good place to show off new tech that they're developing because it's that kind of cool hip conference. Um, I will say, uh, not that this inspired it at all, but I did a very similar gag in the '90s at this M and M's attraction I built in Vegas. No one ever saw it. It was it was uh, M and M animation from then Will Vinton Productions, now Leica, and it was this 3D 40 movie that you saw in the M and M store in Vegas on the Strip, and it had a pre-show and a and a and a, and a whole walkthrough and pre-show that was themed with a sort of M and M's Academy is what it was called. It's where the M's go to earn their M, as it were, <laughs> and there was sort of a scientist professor character who like introduces it and at the end he gets sucked into the machine and it was a 
40 gag and then a, a dis performer disappearance on stage. And as the lights came up and you left the theater, there was a little jar of M&Ms on the side and he'd be inside banging on the glass going, let me out, let me out. And it was literally <laughs> this. It was a guy back. It was much simpler in terms of the video illusion, right. but it was a guy backstage in, in a black set project, uh, with a screen sort of shown in this tiny little jar. And so I saw this and I was simultaneously like pissed off and also really excited because <laughs> it's very cool and it's got a level of imaginary polish that we just This is do the kind of 90. thing that my 10-year-old would be like magic is real. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, yeah, I hate to The video is pretty great. But I do feel like you don't get to hear Tinkerbell when she's small. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Of yeah, small that's Tinkerbell. true. Yeah, unless um, they have some sort of translator for her, I guess. Yeah, is they, what they I mean, do. I'm I'm nitpicking, believe you me. Um, but this could be used for all sorts of different things too. So, yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get it this shooter computer back. It's yeah, it's very <laughs> cool. It in a jar. It's very it's very cool. Yeah. And then the the other thing they came out with, which is a little uh, untethered. <laughs> Literally, it is. It is kind of creepy looking, but it's also kind of styled styled to look like Judy Hopps. So but you know, we there's talked something about cute. Raleigh's Candleman. This is my Candleman. <laughs> Not into the robots, huh? No. Robots. So yeah, I'll let you. <laughs> it's a it's an it's sort of an autonomous, self moving, untethered animatronic. It's a ro robot that she's on rollerblades, and it's styled to look like Judy Hopps, and she can actually like flip, do a flip and land on her feet and keep skating. And so it's just a test. No, but it, do it doesn't mean we're going to have Judy hops in the parks no. from there somewhere. But I think this is R and D for Zootopia going into Shanghai personally, um, that they're doing something with her. Um, even if it's just to show up in a parade or show up in a one-off character meet and greet or something. Um, but it's cool. It's, it's basically, they're taking the stuntronics that they've been working on, which is not really a, a moving animatronic so much as it, 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 it's just does the one trick and saying, can we expand on that? Can we bring it up close to the guest rather than flying through the air like Spider-Man? It's all from that same idea of can we have the animatronics that use, that used to be on walls and up in the rafters of the Tiki Room and bring them right up close to you um, at one-to-one -one scale and make that work. Yeah. So this is exciting. I get you though, Janine. It is a. It's a. She she has this. She has this stare in, yeah. in, the, in the skull. She's not complete. None of the faces. Yeah. None of the faces animated. And but the it's like actions she's like, are like really clunky. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of nightmare. those dogs like at the mall. You know, like those little toy dogs. <laughs> the little toy dogs that flip. flip. Yeah. Yeah. Flip. yeah. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I did like when they picked her up. Version of that. Yeah. yeah, they picked her up and she moves her legs to be put that on shoulders, which cool. I thought was a really natural move. And, and it was kind that of... was the least. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. I, <laughs> look, they did this with Baby Groot. They've since Lucky the Dinosaur. They've been messing with this stuff. Um, someone on Twitter was saying like, oh, they're going to eventually get rid of all meet and greets and have them be robots. And I was like, uh, CMs that work for surf wages because their college <laughs> program are far cheaper than engineers to keep these things running. So no, yeah. we're yeah. not getting rid of yeah. meet and Not greets. to mention each one costs. Yeah. 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 And you, you can't, if it goes down, what are you going to do? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. But I agree with you, Dave. If there's anything like if, if there's an attraction and there's one spot in the attraction that Judy does a little flip and they've got three of them that kind of do a flip and then go back and do a flip. And, you know, they're sure. Like, they they're the like, uh, there's a pile, like the Eden Spider-Man. Yeah. There's a pile, pile of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just got a pile of, of uh, flip Judy, Judy Hops. Judy Hops. Yeah. Um, 
So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Janine, you have German homework, and I'm going to let you go. Thank you. You're welcome. We love um, you. We miss you. We miss you. you. I'm, I'm keeping this in the podcast. I don't care enough to take it out. Um, <laughs> because also, we... people will wonder why yes, is Janine every... just vanished. 100%. Yeah. I will get I will get yeah. questions. So, um off V Gates with you. V Gates. Um which yes. I believe is fast or something. No, that's like how are you? Whatever. Bye. Um <laughs> So she knows. Oh, Mach right. Schnell. Mach Schnell. Mach there Schnell. we go. Yep, Mach you got Schnell. it. All right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, um, friends. We lost her. Um uh, but we're moving on. Uh let's see here. We how do are you going know to... so much German. How, how do I know so much German? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's slightly connected to Swiss language, and I grew up in uh, uh, Bern, Indiana, which is a Swiss, like, created by Swiss Mennonites, and we Ooh. we did a lot of Swiss-German-oriented plays. So, I did Sound of Music, and I did, uh, yeah. So, uh, that's about, that's about me. Uh, anyway, I was Hansel and Hansel and Gretel. That's how cute I was. A little... <laughs> Little Lederhosen. Um, so anyway, but we're going to move on from that to something that's not wearing Lederhosen, which are, which are fish and a, a mermaid who is little. Um, Victoria, what do you think of this Little Mermaid trailer that just debuted at the Oscars? Um, well, we, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I saw the leak like a month before they actually officially showed it. And it's pretty <laughs> much... It's pretty much the same damn thing, but the only difference is the CGI still kind of looks bad. Like, I'm going to be completely yeah. honest. The CGI is the only thing that's concerning me with this and Aquafina, mm. but, you know. Oh, yeah, because she's, she's the bird. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Yeah. We, we, I, you know, it's nobody hack it. I'll just say that. It's nobody hack yeah. it. Yeah. But. I would have taken anybody but Aquafina. Oh, very Literally much anybody it. but Aquafina. Just a non Aquafina person, are we? No, she. I can't she, stand her. Uh, she's oh, very wow. much so like she built her platform off of cultural appropriation. Literally. Right. This is this is what I have been told. Let's see what accent she has for this one. Okay. I don't know. What it, she's will it be her? Will it be her fake black accent? We'll find maybe, out. Maybe. Maybe. I. I do not care enough to get into a squabble. So um, <laughs> I, I think she's, I liked her in Shang-Chi. I don't know. So, but I'm never like. She was good in Shang-Chi, yeah. but where was the accent? Yeah. She missed say. me in that's crazy. That's all I got to say. I've heard but... that. I've heard that from a number of friends. So yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Um, I, uh, this movie is not my demographic. They're not after mm-hmm. me. Um, this was right before I, I mean, I'm a Beauty and the Beast kid. So Little Mermaid was there, but not present for me. All I have to say about this is I appreciate that uh, – I about said Meghan Markle. Um, I appreciate that <laughs> Melissa McCarthy um, – what a different movie. Um, I appreciate that Melissa McCarthy understands she has to sound like Pat Carroll to, to play Ursula, uh, which she seems to be doing. And I appreciate that because if I can't have Divine yeah. – uh, you know, I guess we should at least try to be as Pat Carroll as possible uh, with this role. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, I, I, yeah, we didn't thought, really get a I, lot from it, to be honest. But you know what? I will be seated. That's all that matters. Right. No shirtless yeah. Javier Bardem. I expect I expect Triton to be shirtless. 
Please, more of that. <laughs> he's got to be my God. He's the biggest zaddy of the Triton. zaddies. Oh, come on. Triton is the biggest zaddy in the Disney universe. Yeah, he's Swole Grandpa, for he's sure. Sw- <laughs> That's what we always called him when we saw him that, in the ride. Oh, swole goodness. That he is totally swole. I'm I'm thirsty for, for Triton. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm excited just for her performance. I think sure. she's I think she's lovely and delightful and sounds like is in such good voice in, in the songs. So I mean that alone and I'm and I'm in. What what I found humorous was the haters, the the the, the white people who are who are saying it's ruining their childhood or whatever. Like first of all, fuck off. Second yeah. of all, like there are people saying, like, you know, uh it's they're making the story woke now because it's more about her. And I'm like <laughs> You know, instead of just the, the instead of they're saying the little just mermaid the princess, is more about the little mermaid. <laughs> but, but, yeah, they're I, saying that I, it's, I it's not, they're saying that it's not like it, the original is just about her love for Prince Eric, and it's like no, her entire first song is literally singing about the world up above. It's not yeah. love is a him was a happy reason. accident. Yeah, right. right like is, right. Anyway, like what I, what movie did you watch? Is my yeah. question. Yeah, but also, can... I mean, the third act kind of the second act and third act are kind of fucked up so like we can yeah. re we can rework it, it it's gonna need a rework uh, yeah i yeah. think i think what they were saying wasn't necessarily that it was um disney themselves when they talked about how it was going to be a little different it was more so just that it wasn't going to be like a play-by-play of the previous sure. movie right like they're just going to have right. a couple of new things and i think people just took that and ran with it being woke to the point where she had to um pally Holly Bailey, she had to go in and basically say no, like it's still kind of the same story. Like, yeah. relax. Like, the, yeah. The oh, choice of her so words traditional. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the choice of her words were very interesting because it was not about how the character changes; it's how the perception, how the how the audience perception mm. is going to be different exactly. with this one because of the things True. they've highlighted differently. And yeah. I think that's yeah. great. That's what you should be doing. Yeah, they did yeah, the like, same. Do with you want to watch the same movie over and no, over again? I'll put like, the original no. on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but for me, I just it's the colors once again. This oh, movie just seems so like it ugh, looks bad. Like, yeah, the color grading bright. is bad. Like I, I mean, get it. I get it because it's like you know, obviously, the further down in the ocean you get, the darker it is. But like, what? But she, no, that's what I was gonna say. But like, she yeah. goes up and it's still dark, and I'm like, ugh. I hope y'all fix that. Yeah, yeah, but who gives a shit if it's real? Like, I know she's not underwater already. Make things right? bright. Like, I don't. Yeah, care. Right. No, no, that's my thing. That's like, yeah. I'm, I'm just over people bitching about the hair color. I'm like get the fuck over they're like it has to be fire engine red i'm like in what world so amy adams that's it that's the only like, other person could play it then uh, <laughs> well someone specifically gave me several different um examples and i was like okay well if we're gonna talk about that compared to actual representation i had Susie carmichael and abby from kids next door so mm. You know, there you go. go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yeah. yourself. Definitely. So, it's, yeah, I, I think when it comes because this is still the trailer, we obviously have not seen the full movie. There's so oh, much yeah, more that they course. could do, you know, but it's just I am kind of I, I don't like the photo realistic thing that Disney is going for no. right now with these live actions. It's very creepy. Yeah, it's throwing me. me off a lot. Flounder just is not cute. Like, he's just not cute. Sebastian is not, not cute. No, like they haven't showed it, Flounder yet. No, they show Flounder. There in the trailer? Like a... In the poster. He's in the poster. He's in the poster. Oh, I didn't see him in the Well, you poster. wouldn't see him because he looks like a friggin' fish. He looks like any fish. You yeah, wouldn't like... know. Yeah. 
but he's a fish yeah i know that's the problem like because flounder yeah he's a fish but in the movie he's different than the other fish yeah you know so it just i don't know it just i just wish that it was what made the little mermaid so great was just how bright and fun it was and Mm. this just seems very dark and dreary which maybe that's what that's the tone and the story that they're going for maybe it's like a dark I mean, it is Hans Christian vibe? Anderson. I mean, it's a pretty dark. If I, they're not yeah. going to go with the actual plot of the actual <laughs> fairy she tale, to, which she turns I mean, to I would hope not. in the original. Yeah. Like she, she yeah. dies. Yeah. So, dies. but we'll see. We'll see. I this is not on our agenda, but I'm going to bring it up because since we're talking about uh, movies of black culture, uh, Brandy is coming back as Cinderella. <gasps> yes. So yes, we probably need that. to talk about that for a second because I know that's very important to some people. Um. Uh, initial thoughts her and prince charming now king charming is coming back for descendants what 18 i don't know how I don't many movies know. are now i mean they they did announce this last year but it's nice to see like an actual you know like behind the scenes Follow look through. at it yeah. like of them doing it i just watched an interview with them recently i believe it was entertainment tonight they still have that amazing ass fucking chemistry mm. that we saw in the original film like I'm, I don't know shit about Descendants, but I no. will be seated. So she has not aged a day. She, but she is amazing. She looks him too. Yeah, yeah. Like they both look like exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how beautiful people are, aren't they? They're just beautiful. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's some news, and now we're gonna move on to. Uh, I, I assume it's our favorite segment. It certainly is mine, and that is beware our guest. Okay, we have several things going on recently when it comes to guests, and we're going to begin over at Epcot. We had a guest climb into the Miss Piggy and Kermit Toporary planter to take a photo with it. So Miss Piggy's got a couple suitcases next to her, and this lady just hopped on up. And this is why we can't have nice things, folks. This is why we can't. She's a grown woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Do we have to put fences around everything? Like, come on, come on. Um, so yeah, we're now molesting topiaries. <laughs> no good, no good. Um, also over at Disney World, we have um, this is a Magic Kingdom. There is a I put this under Beware Our Guest because uh, I don't really know where else to put it necessarily. Um, because it could be real, it could be fake. I don't know. It's all alleged. Uh, but there's a current lawsuit uh, by a guest who says that they found broken glass in their food at Cinderella's royal table. So attorneys for the plaintiff released a statement, uh, and it says that she sustained Mary Brumbaugh was eating. Uh, she somehow got glass in her food, and she ate the glass, including and it fractured uh, two dental crowns, and there was excessive bleeding in the plaintiff's mouth, according uh, to this. On July 31st, 2019, Mary Brumbaugh, who was 58 at the time, and her family went to Disney World from Chicago uh, for what they believed would be a fun vacation. While dining at a restaurant at the Magic Kingdom, our client was allegedly served glass in her food that fractured two dental crowns and led to excessive bleeding. We are working to ensure Disney is held accountable for these alleged negligence and to ensure Blah. to take more care to prevent future incidents like this. Uh, I don't know if I believe. It was in her eggs, apparently. Yeah, glass and eggs? 
and she's suing for only fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. That yeah. In... yeah, the math ain't mapping. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we shady, we shady, a, w- a little shady. You better believe if I found glass in my food at Disney, I'm suing for the whole park. Yeah, but Every also, bit of it. <laughs> how do you break two crowns with glass? Is not exactly hard. It's not like you found pebbles in your food. You found glass. Like you should bite into glass and it should shatter, right? All right. Mean, if it's if it's a like a I don't know maybe like a drinking glass or a wine glass like you would assume but if you're eating eggs eggs are very soft like as soon as you put that in your mouth you're gonna feel it yeah i just i don't understand how she then bit it like i I don't know i don't know yeah well well good luck though good (laughs) luck uh if you're legit and if you're not legit uh i don't know go eat glass so we're gonna (laughs) move on here with i think might be the uh weirdest thing that i've ever said on this um uh i i I guess someone left on the disney skyliner and said so long and thanks for all the fish because uh there was a a guest found a fish uh in a disney world skyliner gondola so they were on it yeah and there was just a just a fish and it's big too Oh, that's a big so, ass fish. Yeah. So I guess flipping your fins does get you far. Boo, um, <laughs> boo. So yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows? Like this, how the heck? It's got to be. This is why it's but, under beware our guest because it's got some guest had to have caught that fish and had to have dropped yeah, that fish. Yeah. A fish does not. Yeah. This is not the incredible Mister Limpet. He's not Agreed. popping up on the gondola. <laughs> Gondolas are not close to water. I mean, they're above the water, but it. You know what? You know what? Boardwalk, you go eat a I flying just... fish. So maybe this is mm. one of those fishes from Flying Fish. But hold but yeah, on. It's like, viral imagine... marketing. <laughs> imagine being the guest that brought in that fish, though. Like, you just have it in your pocket the entire time, and then you get on the ride. Like, was the fish still alive and, like, flapping around in your pocket? Like, I don't really understand did... how. Is it? What Did they? Because it looks like a pond fish. It doesn't look like a fish that you buy at the store. No, you know? it's a pond fish for sure. It's yeah. like someone fished it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was. Can't you go fishing though? You at can. the resorts, you can. Yes, yes. So, Sorry, that's but I don't think you. I don't think you get to keep the fish. No, I think they you cut it the... up. Yeah, they do it for you. Well, you, you throw them back in. Actually, do you get oh. to keep? Yeah, any of it? No, that's what I'm saying. No, you I don't, don't want to eat that fish. No, yeah, they do it for it. sport. Like it's they just throw got, it back. It's just got. You know, ton. You don't want to eat that fish. You, you know, know. Not, not although the water. ones you see in living with the land, I mean, they do Ooh. eventually end up on your plate. But that's know. that that water's clean though. I feel like you know, I would I wouldn't mind that. Anyway, so yeah, there's a fish on a gondola. <laughs> that's very strange. Very that's, weird. That's very weird. It's it's up there to say the least. But let's talk <laughs> about uh, our final beware, I guess, tonight, which is uh, a very strange sort of. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know how to put this. this it's not even crazy. just beware our guest. It's beware our uh, creators. I mean, if you want, I could break it down. I pretty much. You know what, what Victoria? Happens. You you're in the you are knee deep. Um, why don't you go ahead and break this down? I don't want to miss anything here. I mean, it's clear kind of what happened, but go ahead. I know you got beef with this. I mean, so what? I've been watching from afar. It's just all stupid as shit. But here's what happened. So, 
um these this etsy couple well I, i'm just gonna call them etsy couple for the sake of the conversation they create you know off-brand mouse ears whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. so you know disney did not like the fact that they were using some of their trademarked um i guess logos and such on like certain merchandise like the ears um masks etc like they were pretty much going as far as using the company logo they were using the company's address like they were they were pretty much just like they were ready to fuck around and find out so they did in fact fuck around and find out so they were sent three cease and desist letters basically telling them to stop using these trademarks and they kept on using them and kept on changing their shop name and kept on like um selling like the items trademarked on ebay to try and avoid this that clearly did not work and then there was also an issue where they were pass holders they would buy merch from the parks and then they would resell them which is against the pass holder contract so um they did indeed fuck around and find out they got a 700 page lawsuit from disney (laughs) i'm not even fucking joking it was 700 pages and we only noticed because the guy made a tiktok video showing the 700 pages and then tried to play victim it did not go over well (laughs) then follow up a few months later he tries to go to disney world well magic kingdom security trespasses him and he records it on a live and posts on tiktok playing victim um and still was playing victim then followed up and then did a um q a and mentioned that he was also banned from Disneyland and they are still selling the merch even in the video where he was escorted from Magic Kingdom he is still promoting the merch that has the trademarks on it um and to this day he is still selling the trademarks you know shit so (laughs) so what do you mean by trademarks because a lot of these Etsy sellers sell things that are licensed but like that they don't have licenses for for the well, the difference here is when it comes to trademark, they're using like certain, like, you know how some people say like Disney inspired. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not doing that. They're blatantly mm. being like, this is Dumbo shit. Like this is I mean, Mickey Mouse shit. On like, the website, on their website, the address of the company is, is the, their Ooh, Disney World. Okay, That's what yeah. I meant. Like they're using the actual company's website so and they're marketing address. It as it's like Disney that's selling these okay i see i see when they're yeah they are just like and they do i mean the wife seems like she don't want to be a part of it but i can't speak for her but the husband don't give up he seems annoying they're like they're like repurposing disney artwork and logos and there's certain things you just don't do if if you are a fan creating stuff it has to be something you drew entirely that doesn't contain the name disney or even the character names for that yes, matter you, that's right. why you, you can, say like disney inspired disney inspired and uh, uh ear hat right like it's yes. it, 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 and you can get away with quite a bit but that is their they're and usually egregious. disney doesn't care because yeah. there's so many but like what they're doing is very blatant and they've been yeah. told three times to stop they did not yeah. and yeah. now they're yeah. being sued but apparently they have some yeah. they have some entertainment lawyer that's gonna for some reason help them i I don't know (laughs) i don't know who knows who Who knows knows? but that's the story (laughs) we wish them all the worst um they have an llc that's funny yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy bad guess 
Uh, Dave, let's go to the mailbag. So mail someone a letter, even just a card will do. You know it's nice when the postman has a letter in a sack for you. <laughs> sack. Um... <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, mailbag. We got a lovely note from our very good friend, Jozer, mm-hmm. longtime listener. Hi, Jozer. We love you. Um, he said in episode 32 regarding wrestling. Yeah, we talked about wrestling because Disney was in talks, I guess, with D- D- WCW. No, one of them. W- right? uh, WWE, I think. WWE. Sorry. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so Walt Disney World had Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise Dude, filmed. Ever. Yeah. Yes, it filmed there. I, rem- I remember seeing like behind the scenes footage of that. Um, and they also had wrestling. He says they also had wrestling shows at Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, if he recalls. Does anybody remember like like wrestling themed shows? I think I wasn't. I wasn't old enough yet. I'm gonna bet those were filmed in the studio. Is my guess. Oh, 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 oh. My guess. shows that were filmed there. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes sense. Opposed to like a stage show. I'm pretty sure this was just yeah. uh, using you utilizing using the production. We have a pretty huge wrestling. Uh, Florida's got a lot of wrestling uh, people here. Uh, they'll come right. stay here. So I right. wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. And so he said that's not too far out of the question about WWE, about that coming. I think if, if they do make some sort of deal, it'll it'll end up in Wild World Sports somehow for sure. 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 Yeah, anyway. I agree. Thanks for that, Jozer. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Um, and uh, you know what? We're going to finish things up. But of course, we must finish with our astuter computer poem of the week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. Uh, let's see here. Hello, computer. Computer, could I please have, let's see here, could I have a poem about. Uh, the Rally for the Raises, uh, Mickey's Toontown, and uh, uh, let's just, pick the other one. Pick the other one. Whatever you want to suit your computer. All right. Uh, what you got for me? Yeah, here it is. Uh, it says, cast members rally for a raise. Their voices heard, they won't be swayed. For they are the magic behind the show, the ones who make the dreams flow. I don't think about dreams flowing very much, but that's true, Astuter. Uh, Pete the Cat makes his debut in Mickey's Toontown, brand new. Children's eyes light up with glee as they meet him, the feline spree. I don't, I don't know really. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, but up high in the sky, a sight to see, a fish found in the Disney World Skyliner, a mystery? (laughs) How did it get there? We can't perceive. It adds to the park's magic weave. Uh, That's, you know, what I've always been told is... You you don't touch a theme park's hair. You, the weave is its thing. Oh my God. You can't. You leave it alone. You leave that. Yeah, weave don't alone. touch the weave. Don't touch no, the weave. No. So here we are in Disney World's land, where dreams come true and magic's at hand, with rallies for raises and surprises galore. Every day offers something to adore. Thank you, Astuter comp- uh, Computer. We appreciate thank your Thank you, Astuter Computer. That's honestly my favorite part of the podcast. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> you can, I love it. You can thank Chat uh, ChatGPT. Uh, you're going to destroy the world, but you're going to write a stupid poem as you do it. Um, yes. Well, with that, Rat Castle, of course, is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. Uh, please subscribe and tell friends. We keep getting new people listening, and, and we love that. And be like Joser and send us some mail, or you can buy some merch. 
Um, you can find all sorts of uh, stuff like that at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. And now, uh, let's see here. In my best German accent, you should grab your belongings and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>